0: Hey, what's up everybody? It's Randy Couture. If you're out there looking for a great sports podcast, go check out Big Mouth Small Words. What up guys, It's is Austin and I just want to give a shout out to the Big Mouth Small Words podcast in Boston. Thank you guys for your dedication and support. real pets. Hey, it's Big Jim from 98.5 The Sports Hub, and I love listening to Big Mouth Small Words. Check them out at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. Big Mouth Small Words Sports Talk. We back baby. Another episode. Let's go. Mm, oh my goodness. Hello everyone and welcome to episode number 173 of the Big Mouth Small Words podcast. I am once again coming on the show and starting by saying that I'm sorry. <laughs> Every freaking I'm not going to do this all the time. It's been a few weeks since you've heard from me once again and Me and Matt's project, Three Years Gone, that I've talked about a few times. We came out with a new single called Pieces. It's available on all major musical platforms, and uh, you can go check that out. Uh, The Instagram is at three years gone music, and the info for the single is in the bio. You just click the link and you're good to go. But we're not here to talk about music right now. We are here to talk about sports. I was just featured on the West Coast Gamblers podcast last week. My buddy from a long time ago, Tony Cavallo, we've been trying to get that going for like literally over a year, but I finally went on to the West Coast Gamblers podcast and we wanted to talk about the AFC North. That's my Bengals. You know, I had to do it. I had a pretty good time, but um, wow, did they shit on the Bengals? <laughs> I mean, they every single one of them said the Bengals didn't have a chance and uh, wow. I didn't love it. I'm not going to lie to you. So uh, you know what, West Coast Gamblers? You just made the list. You just made the list! And you know what? I'll put myself on the list, too. Why the hell not? Um, but what I'm going to say is music's been crazy. My life's been crazy. But with football being a few weeks away, I'm thinking that I owe it to all of you to go over some of these NFL divisions Tell you who I think is going to reign supreme. I don't have a crazy amount of time, so I'm going to do these two at a time. So you're going to get two divisions here, okay? I'm going to start with the AFC East because that's where I'm from. You guys want to hear that? That's fine. And I'm going to then go to the NFC South because I feel like it. So I'm going to start with the AFC East. I will go team by team, I will tell you what I believe will happen. I will tell you what will happen. These are not predictions. These are spoilers. So at number four and coming in last place of the AFC East division, that's pretty obvious. It's the New York Jets. They stand alone as trash, as the worst. They are not good at football. They haven't made the playoffs in about 10 years. Wow. And not much is going to change, man. I mean, they went 2-14 and 14 last year. They moved on from Sam Darnold. He was seeing ghosts. What are you going to do? Drafted Zach Wilson, who they believe is going to be the quarterback to lead them into the future of success, but I don't know about that. Uh, At least not for this year. You know, I actually like that pick, and uh, I think he might be pretty good at some point. I also like that they got Elijah Vera Tucker on the offensive line. I think that's going to be good. They added Corey Davis, they added Tevin Coleman. It's not like they're amazing talents, but they've shown that they can play, they've shown that they can be decent. I don't really hate what the Jets did in the offseason, but it's not enough. Um, Vegas has their over-under win total at six. I'm going to smash the under. I'm going to hit the under, take the under, please. Um, That rebuild is going to take some time, so the Jets, last place. At number three, I think I stand alone with this. A lot of people have the Miami Dolphins as being like this legitimate team. I know they went 10-6 and six last year, but this year there's not going to be any Fitz magic. There's not going to be any magic in general for this team. I just don't like the freaking Dolphins. I just don't. It's not personal. They're not the Steelers. I don't hate them off a of principle. I just don't like what they have going on. They lost Kyle Van Noy. I don't think that's going to help them. He played great for them last year, and I'm not a Tua guy. I know they've got weapons, but... I I never wanted to. I'm a Bengals fan. Everybody knows that, and and everyone said you got to tank for two of that year, and I said hell no. I want a bungle for Burrow, and I'm so glad that we have Burrow, even though his leg exploded. I still would rather have Burrow on one leg than have two at 100. I'm not saying that he sucks, but I am saying that he blows. He's too inconsistent for me, and I don't believe in this team. They drafted Jalen Waddle, another guy I'm not sold on. He does look decent, but I don't. He doesn't do anything for me. Um, he could be good, but a quarterback like two is not going to get him the ball. And they added, who did they get? Justin Coleman at cornerback. They got Adam Butler on defensive tackle. None of these things make me feel anything. The defense is going to be good. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you under Flores. They're going to be good. Um, they added Will Fuller, but he's hurt 80% of the time. So once again, their offense, I'm just going to keep saying me. Uh, Vegas has them at 9.5. A lot of people taking me over. I think you can guess what I'm going to do. I'm going to pound, pound the under on that. But, this is a very important but. (laughs) Okay, so listen. I am hearing that Deshaun Watson is rumored to be going to the Dolphins. If that happens, take what I just said, throw it away. Don't think about it. It didn't happen. If Deshaun Watson becomes a Dolphin. I take back everything I just said. <laughs> and if they get Watson, I think they go over the win total and I'd probably put them at second into the division. They might, you know, they might fight for first, but I put them at second still. So keep that in mind. Look at your phone, don't place your bet right now. Just look at your phone, make sure if Watson goes there, I think they're going to be fantastic. So just look at that. At number 2, I have the New England Patriots. Um, the Patriots went seven to nine last year and they had their first losing season since 2000. I was a freaking child. That is an insane stat. And honestly, this pick was the hardest for me when I'm going over all these teams because I really, really don't believe in Cam Newton. And I feel like the writing is on the wall for him to leave. But Bill has a soft spot for him. He's going to have him start week one, no matter what, with all the COVID stuff and all that. doesn't matter. Cam's the guy there. They drafted Mac Jones. He looks solid. And I mean, if he can stay healthy, I think that he has a decent year. I think that he can do it if he gets the chance, but I don't know if he's going to get the chance, and it kind of freaks me out. I mean, I think at the end of the day with the Patriots, they're going to have to rely on their defense to win games. And you know what? they they can do that. I mean, look look at last year, right? They got killed last year because they had no linebackers. No guys who could rush off the edge. This year, they get Hightower back. He's the quarterback of the defense. That's just massive. They get Kyle Van Noy back. He was huge last year and he was great when he was with us before. They get Matthew Judon. Who Bill can legitimately use on the edge in the middle, inside, outside, doesn't matter. He's going to use him all over the field. He'll probably play him as a friggin' safety for no reason. I mean, he is the perfect guy for for Bill Belichick to have. Matthew Judon is going to be huge. And even if Gilmore doesn't play, the defense is still going to be solid. They're still going to be very good. I don't think the Patriots' offense is amazing. I think people need to calm down about what they did in free agency. They got Nelson Aguilar, who is decent, but if he's not getting the ball from Mac Jones, he ain't getting nothing. I don't think Cam has the arm strength to to do anything because Aguilar's not running crazy routes. He's just going to run straight. And uh, Kendrick Bourne sucks. I don't think he's good at all. At tight end, they finally do have some good tight ends. They, they paid money in the offseason, as we've talked about before. Hunter Henry, John Smith. Big upgrades there. I don't love the Patriots, but I do like what they did. And I'm going to trust Bill. I mean, Vegas has their over under at what? Nine. Nine this year. I'm going to take the over. And I'm going to take the over because there's an extra game and Bill has to try to make playoffs this year. I think this is a playoffs or bust for him because if he doesn't make the playoffs this year, I think the uh, seat gets very, very hot for Bill Belichick. Imagine, this. Imagine that because it's going to be rough for him if they don't make it. So I'm going to say the Patriots are going to find a way to do that. That leaves me number one team and the division winner is the Buffalo Bills. And that's pretty obvious. I mean, there's no way Josh Allen is going to play better this year than he did last year. But even if he's half the man that he was, that's going to be enough to take this division. A lot of people think this division is going to be good. I don't think so. I personally, I don't. And um, I mean, Buffalo's basically bringing back the same team that got him to the AFC championship last year. They lost John Brown, Picked up Emmanuel Sanders. I think that's pretty even. Not exactly even, but it's, it's close. It's comparable. They lost Tyler Croft. They pick up Hollister. Pretty even. I like that they got Mitch Trubisky too because just in case a disaster happens and Josh Allen goes down, at least you've got a guy that's pretty decent. I think that was a huge pickup for them. And I like that they got two defensive ends in the draft early. It's going to help them to rush the quarterback. The Bills are just solid all around. They're good on defense. They're good on offense. I I just think they'd take the division. Even if Allen got hurt, I think they take the division. So Vegas has them with their over-under at 11, which is a bit high, but there's no .5, which is big. I'm going to take the over. Yeah, I'm going to take the over, which, by the way, I don't have anything... When I'm looking at these season win loss totals, I'm looking at them and I'm just telling you what I think. I got nothing written here. I, I'm just telling you what the hell I think. So, um, I'm gonna go over eleven. That's twelve. That yeah, twelve. They're gonna win, sure. Um, that brings me to the NFC South. Okay, at number four, I got the Carolina Panthers. I mean, I, I don't like the Panthers. I'm sorry, Leah. I know you listen, and I know that you love this team, but they took Sam Darnold to be their quarterback of the future, right? But the bad news for them and the bad news for Darnold is that the Panthers play all four of the AFC East teams this year, and I have a feeling that Darnold is going to be seeing ghosts once again. I don't think it's going to be well. It's not going to end well for him. And uh, getting Christian McCaffrey, of course, is huge. He's one of the best running backs in the league. Donald is going to get to reunite with Anderson. They should have chemistry. That should be good. Problem for me is I just don't think they have enough to compete in this division. I just don't. I like what they did in the draft, getting guys like Jace Horn uh, or J.C. Horn, uh, Terrace Marshall Jr., the offensive tackle, Brady Christensen. I think they did pretty well in the draft. And they could start to build. But this is a future thing. This is not a now thing. So better outlook than the Jets. But that's not saying much. (laughs) So the Panthers are in last. That's where I'm going with that. My number three team in the NFC South is the Atlanta Falcons. And it pains me to say that, by the way. I'm sorry, Murph. I'm sorry, people that like the Falcons. They lost seven games by five or fewer points last year. And this is a bit embarrassing. But I picked them last year to be a sneaky team that could make the playoffs. And if they didn't lose all those stupid games by five or fewer points, they didn't blow it, they might have been able to prove me right. But I'm not going to let that change anything that I'm thinking right now. I want to say that this year they're going to put it together. They're going to win a lot of games. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I've learned my lesson with them, okay? They let go of Julio Jones. He's an all-time great for them. The Todd Gurley experiment did not work, and he's gone. Matt Ryan is a year older, and this I just can't see this not being tough for the Falcons. This is officially rebuild mode for them, which is is tough because they're in a weird position where they've got skill. They've got some guys but they don't have enough. I uh, I like the signings that they did. I like Mike Davis. Um, he's a big boy. Should have a decent year. Cordero Patterson, not a sexy move, but with the Falcons and the way that they play offense, I think that he could be a factor with some big trick plays. They drafted Kyle Pitts, who could be a generational talent. He certainly looks that way. Everybody knows they've got Calvin Ridley. They've got weapons, and you know that the offense with Matt Ryan is going to put up points. They've got a good enough offensive line. They're going to put up points. But that defense, I don't have enough time to go over how bad that defense is. And they're going to let up more points. So as good as the offense is going to be, if they're scoring 20, they're going to give up 25. They're scoring 30, they're going to give up 35. doesn't matter. Vegas has the Falcons at 7.5. And and that .5 is the difference for me. I'm not putting them at 8. I won't do it. I'm taking the under for the Falcons. That .5, they might get to 7. They're not getting above that. So under for the Falcons, the number two team in this division. And honestly, it surprised me when I went over this, the New Orleans Saints. I, uh, I didn't expect to put them as the number two team, but that's how this worked. I mean, Drew Brees is gone, but Jameis Winston, you know, Ted said it a long time ago. Ted really believed in Winston. He really liked him when he was with Tampa. I always thought he kind of sucked. And you know what? I still do. I still think he sucks. I don't like it when he does that weird W thing where he says he's going to eat a win like he's doing a crap. I don't get him. I don't understand Winston. I never will. But he is a gunslinger. And now he has enough weapons to do some damage. They better not do the Taysom Hill thing because I will regret everything if they do that because he he just shouldn't be the starter. They, they can do their gadget things with him and they can figure that out. But the defense for the New Orleans Saints scares the shit out of me. <laughs> I mean, they're not good. They scare me. But I think of the Saints the opposite way that I feel about the Falcons, where I told you that the Falcons' uh, offense could put up points, but their defense is going to let up more. I think that with the Saints... The offense can score more than the defense is going to let up. I know the defense is bad, but the offense is pretty good, man. I mean, Michael Thomas is back. He's going to be healthy, or so they say. I know there's people saying that he might want out and this and that, but for as far as I'm concerned, Michael Thomas is staying, and he's going to do whatever he's going to do. He's going to catch all the slants in the world. Traquan Smith looks pretty decent. He's not amazing, but he's not bad. Alvin Kamara is just as dangerous as anyone in the NFL I just I don't know man I don't want to say the Saints are like good but they're not bad I think they might be better than people think I really do and I know it sounds like I'm talking myself into this only because I'm looking at Vegas right now I'm looking at the win-loss total and it's got them at nine and damn does Vegas know best don't they you dicks nine is so tough they're gonna win nine. They, they're gonna they're gonna break. They're gonna tie here. Oh my god. I'm gonna go over. Oh man, I'm gonna go over here. Okay, I'm not super confident, but ten and seven, I think that's attainable. I think they can make ten and seven happen. That's a very Jameis Winston record right there. So I'm gonna say over nine. I'm doing it. The Saints are going over. And number one pretty obvious the tampa bay buccaneers i mean how do they not win this division they brought back pretty much everyone who helped them win a super bowl last year they have the best offense they have the best defense in the division this seems like it's going to be a cakewalk for tom brady and a, a sneaky pick of course it's a bangle, but giovanni bernard dude has been fantastic for years he's flown under the radar uh, the Bengals are good with those gadget guys. Like Rex Burkhead goes to the Patriots. He's really good. I mean, they got those little shifty guys. Giovanni Bernard is an OG, dude. That guy can catch out of the backfield. He can catch anywhere, really. And he's elusive. And I really think that Giovanni Bernard is going to be um He's going to be pretty much what James White was for Tom Brady before. So Vegas has the bucks at 11.5 so 11 and a half and I think I would have won over no matter what. <laughs> I, like I honestly think yeah I mean 11 and a half they, they were gonna win 12 games. I'm not not afraid of that. I think that's a lock that's pretty easy to to pick there. So th- yeah those are my picks. that's it. We did it. we I'm officially back. we did it. My picks for the NFC South and the AFC East are in. The Bills winning the division, the Bucks winning the division. Everything else is going to shake out. We're going to figure it out. I hope that you all are listening. I hope that you all agree. I hope that we make a dumb amount of money, not saying that you should bet with these picks, just saying that they're going to happen. So if you wanted to, you probably should. And that's what I've got. That's what I got today. I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. I hope everybody stays safe. And uh, there could be some big things. I mean, obviously, music-wise, there are big things. I might take a, a random day to do some podcast stuff with music. I did change it. Um, I know it It always says big, mouth, small words, sports talk, because, I mean, 90% of this is going to be sports. It's what I like. It's what I like to talk about. But I might do some music stuff with Matt. Um, there's going to be a lot of football. Uh, At least for the next few episodes, I'm going to be talking a lot of football. I've got some things in the works with the podcast. You definitely need to. I know I always say go to BigMouthSmallWords.com, right? I always say that to you guys, and then I never post anything on it. But I am going to be putting all of this onto that. So before the NFL season starts, I promise I'm going to put up the win totals, I'm going to tell you what I think so that it's there. So that if I'm right, I'm going to rub it in people's face. And if it's wrong, I'll delete it. But <laughs> no, I won't. But uh, maybe. So we're going to figure out what happens there. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going to end it. And I'm going to say, everyone, go to BigMouthSmallWords.com. Check out all my NFL picks. They're going to happen sooner rather than later. Go to at podcast on Instagram. Check out what I got going on because there's a lot. And everybody stay safe. Love you guys. Fucking embarrassing!